If you are interested in the property market, be you an estate agent, letting agent, chartered surveyor, or someone who's just interested in what's happening in the UK property market, then this, the UK property market stats show, is for you. My name is Chris Watkin, and each week I do the UK property market stats show, and I have a guest. This week it is Christian Stott. We'll come to Christian in a second. Why should you be watching this show? Well, if you actually look at most other indices of the property market, things like the Halifax and Nationwide, they're looking at sales that were agreed two or three months ago. If you look at the land registry, they're looking at data from, from sales that were agreed nine months ago. We're looking at data from last week. This week is week seven of 2024, which is Monday the 12th of February, all the way through to Sunday the 18th of February, 2024. We will be looking at the number of properties coming on the market, the number of properties being reduced, the number of properties selling, the number of properties that are falling through and properties that are then going through to exchange of contracts. And by telling that, we can foretell what's going to be happening to the property market through those indices two, six, even nine months in advance. So if you want an unfair advantage of what's happening in the property market, then this is certainly worth an hour of your time. This week, I'm joined by Christian Stott, who used to be an estate agent uh, working for one of the biggest um, and most, most successful estate agents in the West Midlands. He's now gone over into technology, but he's got a fantastic insight in property. And it just gives us a different opinion and outlook from the other people that come on the show. So he's one of our regular presenter, co-presenters. Christian, thanks for, having you, have a, for coming back on the show, mate. Good morning. Nice to see you. Always a pleasure, never a chore. So, um, no, with no further ado, the show is roughly split into two. The first half looks at what's happening in the UK property market. And then the second half is that we focus on a town or a city and really deep dive into that town, looking at the estate agents in that town and, how, and the letting agents and how well they perform. This week, we are looking at the town of Harrogate. Um, if you're not from Harrogate, then certainly you might find it not particularly of interest. But what I would say is this, the bit of kit that we're going to use uh, can actually prove whether you're a good estate agent or not, in terms of how close you get to the asking price, how many houses you sell, how quickly you sell them, your listings to sale ratio, your price reductions. So if you're having, as if you're an estate agent and you're trying to prove that you're worth your fee, then certainly this bit of kit, can, which we're going to show you, could, on your own town could prove that you are a better estate agent so you can get more listings and you're not being clobbered on your fees. Um, Christian, have you ever been to Harrogate? I have. Beautiful town. Many moons ago. Obviously. I mean, you can catch a train now from King's Cross and which means you can go straight to Betty's, have your afternoon tea and come back home again. I mean, how good's that, ladies and gentlemen? Right then. And um, without further ado, because you haven't certainly come here to listen to our banter, is let's go and have a look at the stats. So, as always, uh, we start with the listing. So what I'll do is I'll just spend a minute just going through the stats and then, Christian, you can give your thoughts. So this week, in terms of the number of stats, uh, number of listings this week, 35,578 uh, properties have come onto the market. To give you an idea of how that compares to last week, um, sorry, uh, last week it was 35,578. This week, as I said, it's 33,649. Week before, 34,9. Week before, 34,7. And the week before that, 3328. The, um, the average price of a property coming on the market is £416,000. And year to date, 221,000 properties have come onto the market. Compared to other years, 2019, we were at 214,000, and in 2020, 208,000, remembering that COVID had not hit yet, and we were still in the borrowed bounce. Um, interestingly, in the last eight years, 2024 has the highest number of properties that have come on the market year to date. And if we look at the graph now, this shows us uh, year to date, where we are compared to the more normal years of 17, 18, 19, and 23. Thoughts, Christian? Uh, it looks good, doesn't it? Uh, strong start. Bit boring, um, isn't it? The what, sorry? It's a bit boring. Well, boring's okay, isn't it? 
No, I think it is. I mean, um, I think, ladies and gentlemen, the, the important thing with with listings is that when we, you know, if you were looking at previous years, uh, that that when there's too fewer listings, we have a seller's market, which I know is good for estate agents, but then they can't go and find something. We're looking for the Goldilocks level of listings. If they're too much, then we have oversupply. You know, you know, in terms of the number of properties on the market, 33,000, if that starts hitting 40 or 45 and the sales don't match, that's when we have a problem because we'll have an oversupply. And that, if there is anything that you are looking for, ladies and gentlemen, as an early indicator or like an alarm bell or a bellwether, is the number of listings because that's what's happened in 2008. Everyone dumped their houses on the market. Anyway, yeah, I guess we're going to get to listings to sales, aren't we? And um, I think, you know, one of the conversations you and I have had over the past year now, really, isn't it, is is how well can we predict the end of year transaction number for um, for the country? And certainly, you know, we're looking this year, I think I don't know where your punts at. I'm looking forward to that. But I think we're looking this year at over a million. Um, and so as long as those instructions keep on coming and the sales rates are there, we might have some chance of hitting it. I think it's too early to call. Um, no, it's not. Come on. In terms of transactions, but I can't disagree with you. You know, a normal market is one to 1.1 million. Um, I think in 2023, when the stats are out, which will probably be towards May or June of this year, I think we'll end up, I said 885. She's probably going to end up between nine and nine and a half. But again, you know, these are numbers. The bottom line is, again, if only if you're an estate agent watching this, is that um, it really doesn't matter what's happening to house prices. It's transaction levels and your share of that pie. Isn't it interesting that estate agents focus so much on house prices when reality doesn't really matter what's happening to house prices? It's transaction levels, isn't it? Well, I guess it depends whether you're sat on a sofa or at your desk. Um, I think there's a duality there, isn't there, in terms of the marketing element of the business and, and getting those predictions correct for, for the end consumer and then also the, the P&L element of the business in terms of paying the bills and, and bringing the money in. Indeed, indeed. Right. OK, so any more else on the listings? Oh, let's just have a quick look just so we can have a look. Um, um, the average and again a great way to tell what's happening in the property market is looking at the pound per square foot and uh the the new the pound per square foot of properties coming on the market since the first of february has been 382 pounds interestingly last month is that including london chris sorry that figure was excluding that is including london right um, last month it was 378 so why is that particularly important well, let's just, I'll just have a quick look. I'll just pull up my workbook. Give me a second. Where is it? Why does it always take so long? Here we go. Hold on. There we go. Right. I'm going to stop sharing this and we're going to pull this up. Hold on. So there we go. And we're going to zoom in on this bad boy. Oh, sorry about that. There we go. You can tell. You know, if we were in the TVs, they'd be uh, they'd be saying you're not very professional. But this is all homemade, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. So there we go. Hold on. There we go. You can tell I was I wasn't going. To, I just thought I'd do this on the off chance. Here we go. So the red line there is the pound per square foot, and as and the the orange line is the pound per square foot at sale agreed, and the bluey green is the pound per square foot at exchanged. Now, there's always going to be a difference between the two. They will go in the general trend and direction. But again, this is just a flavour of, of what, and as I said, so... Why, come on then. So why don't the blue and the orange map more tightly? Ah, is this because it's not the same stock? It's the same date, not the same stock. So it's measuring the SSTC in Jan versus the exchanged in Jan. Well, to be brutally honest, I know whilst I'm talking about the pound per square foot at new listings, I actually kind of take it with a pinch of salt. What I particularly look at is the sole sole contract versus exchanged. And if you actually, if you in your mental mind can look at that bluey green exchanged and move it to the left, it matches very, very close. If you move that green that way about an inch 
it yeah. matches. Look. Okay, so it's playing catch up. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Well, it will do because sold at the contract and then it takes a good 20 weeks to get it through to exchange and then no, no next exchange. Now, interestingly, so that exchange is very is going to be what's going to make the LAM registry a couple of months later. So therefore, if you if we put the LAM registry on here, it would match the bluey green by about another three months going off to the right. So therefore, we can tell what's going to happen to the LAM registry figures by the orange line, because there's a link between the orange line and the green line, and there's a link between the green line and the LAM registry figure, yeah. which will come out, which is not on this graph. So therefore, this will this can tell what's going to happen to the LAM registry figures six, seven, eight months in advance. So if you want an early alarm bell, if house prices are dropping in the UK, you follow that sole to contract number pound per square foot, and you will get you will get because that's the problem with the LAM registry; it's out of date. So you can't. So again, you don't know when it starts to drop, and also you don't know when it start going to go back up again, do you? Because you you miss the you miss the dip down and you miss the dip up. Are you getting new build figures in here, just out of interest? Uh, yes, new builds, but I can strip new builds out if I want to. Right. Okay. But new builds always have like a new build premium on top, mm. but they will follow general house prices. This I will just come and tell you an interesting fact about new build premium in a second. But. This this with a with a very high level of accuracy, a probably is this something called the Pearson correlation coefficient, which basically if two if once one thing happens, how close does it affect the other one? We've got a positive correlation of in the late point point eights to early 0.9s, which if you're not a statistician means hardly anything, but one is perfect. They're they're identical. So in a statement. You can foretell what's going to happen to the land registry by following the Solsovit contract per square foot levels with a very high level of de degree of accuracy so we can foretell if she if we're going to get a drop and we can we can we can shout about the bottom of the market months in advance that ladies and gentlemen is a good reason why you should be watching this show because we will be mentioning this most weeks any thoughts on that before we go i'm intrigued by the oscillation between i mean just take a sort of focal point of may 22 through to current date um it's quite interesting how it goes up and down. And, and you know, I, I think if you look at the average price, we'd expect to see a slightly smoother graph. But when you look at the pound a square foot, you get quite a wide oscillation there. Yeah, and some people will say to me, should you be using the pound per square foot? Now, what you tend to find, what you tend to find is that the more expensive properties do, to, the, more, the ones at the extreme at the end have a higher pound per square foot figure. And the really small ones also have a quite a high pound per square foot figure. So it's a classic U shape. Okay. But when we're dealing with the number of sales that we've got, so I'm just going to stop this sharing now and just have a quick look here. Hold on a second. Where's my zoom? There we go. We are getting very technical this week, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Hold on. Is that what I want? Yep, that's what I want. So this is the this these are the levels that we're talking about. You know, we're dealing with a hundred thousand, hundred and fourteen thousand sales, seventy-seven thousand. You know, these are when you are dealing with such big numbers of the number of sales, then all those idiosyncrasies, I can't say that word, will lever itself out. Doing pound per square foot at a town level, it, no, doesn't work. Region kind of works, but national works really really well it's interesting data definitely yeah. it's the magic is is reading this reading the story behind the data but anyway we do know that we're getting really geeky today i hope late we're not going to turn the pick ladies and gentlemen off but, but that's that's why some people say is the show too long and i turn around and say well it might be for those that have a short attention span but those of us who like our data and can you know this will give you ladies and gentlemen a competitive advantage and what i would say is this all of the graphs I'm showing you now are available to download on YouTube. If you go to the YouTube, the actual video itself, in the write-up, scroll down to the bottom, there's a link. You can download all the graphs. I ask you don't use them on social media, but you can use them for your own internal use. And I'm also happy for you to take them out to your valuations and show the ladies and gentlemen on the sofa these graphs to show you know what you're talking about or give the impression you know what you're talking about. Okay, should we now move on and look at price changes or is there anything you want to say on this? No, I think um, 
bias sensitivity is a factor. Um, and I think the numbers might show that, but we'll see. We'll see. Right. OK, so this week, the number of price changes, 17,942, uh, which works out at um, an average of just over 1.88 out of 100 properties or 8% uh, of properties are being. No, let me start again. One in eight properties are presently being reduced per month in the UK. Now, I ask this question every week. Is that the right sort of level? Or do you think it needs to be more? Uh, just just go back to the the slide so i think what's what's most relevant is the way it trends rather than the actual number um and i think what we can see for this week in this year is it's quite a dramatic upward trend in terms of properties being okay but remember we are looking on week we're looking at week seven in isolation compared to other weeks to give you an idea of of um in terms of price reductions this year let's just pull that up hold on a second i'll just pull that up hold on here we go well that, that's a fair point chris i think also though we have we have points in time within the year where there are triggers so for example last week was half term um is that an impetus for people having more discussions or fewer is it an impetus for people getting more antsy about how quickly they can move or not um, so I think there's always a relevance to the point in the year as much as the year to date. OK, well, we'll just have a quick look at the stats of where we are. Um, so here we go. So we're in week seven, which is this one here. And we're on 17,942, like we said. But if you compare it with last week, 18,008, 18,2, 17,6, 17,1, 16,6. We always ignore week one because everyone's coming back from the yeah. new year. Um, so again, general trends. I mean, they are generally higher. Right, let's get back to the graphs because we're bubbling on. Um, number of sale agrees this week, 24,587. Give you an idea, last week, um, the average, the number of properties sold was 24,954. The week before, 24,9, 23,7, This, again, is a decent level. And again, look how much higher it is than 2023. Oh, hold on a second. You can't see that, can you? Do you know? It must, um, there you go. So considering all the bad news and the doom mongers out there, I think that's not bad at all. Don't you? What do you think? I'm sorry. I'm just letting it sink in. No, I don't. I think um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a monster spike 2021. Um, I think we've just come out of a lockdown then. We might even have still been in it, but... 2020 cage. Yeah. I mean, just to give you, let's just there we go. So that that is that is the graph. Now we have stripped out the 2021 20, and 22 figures, but we will bring them in on the net sales in about a few minutes time. Yeah. But, you know, when you when you compare the when you look at the fact that 24, uh, you know, 23, 19, 18 and 17 were more, how can I say it, normal years to actually say a year, you know, that we are way ahead of 19, you know, we, you know, to give you an idea of where we are in terms of gross sales, um, the average gross sales year to date for 17, 18, 19 and 20 on average was 142. And we're at 149. And have you seen a daffodil yet? No. Oh, some got brought. Are we, are we seeing some daffodils, Joe? They're coming up. There you go. There's some out there. The little narcissus lies. I there think. You there you go. But I, you know, to actually say, you know, that we are a good, I don't know, three or four percent higher than the, than seventeen, eighteen, and nineteen, and and twenty. Yeah. You know, let's just have a quick look. Let's just look at if it was just. 17, 18, and 19, the average is 138. I mean, that's great, 149. You would, you know, now let's not yep. get ahead of ourselves, ladies and gentlemen. No, but, no, I, I think it's, I think, it's know, I think it's important. There are people out there, for whatever reason, are putting a, you know, a half glass empty. Now, I don't know what's going to happen to house prices. And I'm not, I notice we never predict what's going to happen to house prices. All we are looking at is what's happening in the property market right here, right now. 
And that's not bad. No. It could change. Of course it could change. I mean, when you and I, when you when you had a bit more hair and my gray, my gray was black, you know, the market did change quite quickly. So it doesn't take something, you know, for this to change. I'm, I'm leaning forwards now as well, Chris. Okay. <laughs> the daily back. Okay. The average price of a property sale agreed, 355. Now, this is where we just need to talk a little bit more in depth. The difference between the average asking price of a property coming on the market and the average price of a property sale agreed. And say, some would say, well, how do you know what the actual asking price of a property is? Because that's private between the buyer, seller, estate agent and solicitors. Well, as I said to you before, but just in case you've never watched the show, uh, Hamptons have done some research going back to 2008, and they've matched every single original asking, the asking price for it when it said agreed, versus what it actually sold for on land registry. And that, apart from the crazy years of 21 and, and 22, and a little bit of early 2020, that gap was always between 1% and 2% below the asking price. That never changes. Never. So again, there's a great way for if someone says to you, well, I'll put it on a higher price and it will come down. The average in the UK is always one to two percent below the uh, asking price of the property when it made sale agreed. So if we track that figure, then we'll get a good idea. And it's if you look at the, the point in time there. Um, we're seeing the, the, the data points moving together. Uh, we have seen a bit of an uptick in price reductions. So I think you've got essentially a you know, good, strong market. Um, but you've got buyers uh, considerate of what they're paying and making their uh, feelings clear through the negotiation process. Just indeed, just for everyone aware, someone would say, well, what's that? That is actually London. That shows you the effect that London has on the UK property market. And if you actually look at the London stats, so, you know, in the, um, in the good old days, in the 90s and 2000s, Everyone, nothing, the property market never used to take off until Easter. Then we had hell for leather and then we had the summer off. And then we went at two or three months before Christmas. And what's happened outside London is that that's kind of leveled off. Okay. So summer kind of, we hardly see any change. And if you look at the stats um, and everyone has a few weeks off at Christmas, but this, hold on, this here, this uplift here is no one hardly put their house on the market in August in London, hardly at all. And then in September, the listings in London, especially inner London, just went through the roof. And because they're all like, you know, a million quid for a terraced house, that's, that is London, because we did that in the show last year. Yeah. Whilst this, the, the orange line is just, again, a general trend of what's actually selling. Do remember in London, only one in three houses that come on the market sell? That's an interesting stat, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we talked about because I think we went to Fulham, didn't we, last time we, did, yes. we were talking. And then before that, we were in Kingston. Um, Interestingly, you get some interesting numbers, don't you? In 2024, 2023, sorry, um, uh, if an estate agent put a house on the market, it only got paid on 52.8% of them, as in they own 52%, 52.8% of houses exchange contracts. UK-wide. So again? UK-wide. UK-wide. So you're incorporating withdrawal and sales cancellation into that. The sales cancellation, and it doesn't get withdrawn. It stays in the system, so it doesn't. The numbers that I'm talking about listing versus exchange. Okay, if the sale falls through and it stays on the market, it doesn't withdraw, so it's still in the agent's ecosystem. Okay, so out of the properties that you know, a property, and we'll come on to this when we look at Harrogate. A property only leaves an estate agent's books for two reasons. She either exchanges or she withdraws. And of all of the houses that left the estate agent's books in 2023, 52.8% of them exchanged contracts. The rest, the rest of them withdrew. That's not to say some of the withdrew then went on to another agent, sold it and exchanged it through. But I'm just looking at the pure, raw, hard numbers. What a lot of money. And isn't it interesting that, that, that some of the best estate agents are up at 80% and, you know, there are two very large London estate agency chains, some of the two biggest ones, and their numbers are ranging between the mid-late 20s knocking on the door of 30, whilst their other biggest competitor is around the mid-50s. Well, we have talked about that, you know, and we talked about multi-agency agreements. I think if it, what's probably most interesting is moving away from those multis and perhaps excluding London and looking at what the rest of the UK does from listing to, to exchange. 
but you know, I think that moving those multis out would shift that number up to probably the mid sixties, somewhere like that, which is the number, I guess, or the early sixties, but still that's, you know, 35% of opportunity value is being mm. lost, maybe 40, 45% of opportunity value. That's incredible. Right, let's move on. So uh, just some more graphs for you data geeks out there. So the difference is 17.1, which again is expressed there. And again, that's a good figure. Um, the long-term average in the last seven or eight years has been around 16 or 17%. I did actually say last, last few weeks, she's been hovering around the 20% mark, that gap. And that is not particularly good. That's not to say that properties drop 20%. It just means that the lower price properties have a higher propensity to sell, which means that that figure is going to be lower. Uh, again, same information, but just putting it into more pound notes levels. Again, just keep anything, shout if there's anything before. Shall I go to sell fall throughs? Uh, yeah. Okay, we're going to sell fall throughs. So, uh, sell fall throughs this week are at an exceptional level. And when I say exceptional level, I mean exceptionally low 4,171. Okay. When you're considering that the sell fall throughs, I mean, this is interesting. The sell fall throughs in 21 and 22, the crazy years, was 5,705. Mm. I'm really loving that the line is going in such a lovely trend direction. And, and you know, I guess, how do you have a punt at what is causing that? Better agency, um, people sort of qualifying well and getting more motivated vendors, vendors on board, people looking at uh, methods of sale, bringing auction and reservation agreements into it is material information, although it's, I think, embryonic, starting to have an impact on those numbers. Um, it's great to see that that line is traveling in the right direction because that, you know, every dip in that line is more money in the agents. Indeed. Pocket. I mean, isn't it interesting that if you then look at the percentage, so this is, so this is the number of fall throughs this week, which, as I said, is 4,171. Number of sale agreed is 24,587. Uh, which means that the uh, percentage difference is well, one of is sixteen. The one as a percentage of that is sixteen, sixteen point nine six percent. Yeah. Which again, you know, let's look at the. This is the certain budget in Q four twenty twenty two was around the forty percent mark, and this week we're at just under seventeen percent. That's really. Yeah. We have seen an uplift in instructions this year, and we talked a few moments ago about this potential potential prediction that there could be more um transactions by the end of the year and it'd be interesting to see if that up, uplift in um available stock starts to impact that number um and the fall through start to climb again who knows who knows uh, that's something to keep an eye out so again those are the numbers and the long seven year average uh, up until the end of last year was uh 5299 so, yeah, so it's looking good really really it's, good it's looking it's good. good and again it just shows as, as christian they want to repeat him that the agents seem to be doing their job and what I, my message be to anyone who is selling their house is 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 not whether they can sell a house it's whether they can get it through to exchange and completion because that's where estate agents really do earn their money right net sales so this is gross sales less fall throughs and uh, the white line is this year the orange line is 17 to 19 and the pink line is 2023 so you can see that we are ahead of those sort of levels what's your thoughts on this one it's a lot to look at there isn't there um you know net sales is so important isn't it um, it's what we're gonna get it's what stages are gonna get paid on and it's what homeowners are gonna actually move home i mean to give yeah. you an idea the average for 17 18 and 19 was 110,800, which means that we are 104.3% more than 17, 18, and 19. Last week, we were at 103.8. So we are pulling away from 17, I, I think just, if we just look at the year behind, it's a great start. And there, I think that's probably the most that, important. There's your graph there. there. Look, net sales until 2023 was 99,774. Yeah. So yeah. if we included the 23 figure in 17, 18, 19, that figure would be higher than 104. And if we extrapolate that to the months you don't yet wish to predict, uh, I think we are looking at a higher number of transactions for the year yes, ahead of us. We are. Do um, remember we've got a general question. And basically you, everything goes on hold. During that, so that's gonna that's gonna affect it slightly. 
you know and again ladies and gentlemen those of you who are estate agents you need to be planning for that and you need to become this voice you know, you need to be putting out content in local facebook groups not share big tip for you do not share into local facebook groups from your estate agency page because they will block you because they think they're trying to sell them something post as yourself i mean again i know you know but some people i my daytime job is not doing these stats my i'm a property statistician writing content for estate and letting agents around the country on their local property market i use data like this but more house prices and stuff like that it's just that i have this data it's not of interest to buyers but it is interesting to estate agents and this is the sort of stuff that you need to be pumping out on your local town if you you know you don't have to use my services but using this data on your town and proving that you are the local property market guru do remember the property academy did that survey of over 10,000 uh, homeowners and 36% of estate agents uh, 30 36% of homeowners chose their estate agent on the basis that they thought the estate agent had great local property market knowledge but if you look at most estate agents facebook pages it's listing 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 testimonial listing 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 it's boring as hell give them the, give the people what they want to hear right that's this year compared to previous years. Again, it's going to be lower than 20 or 21, as you would expect. Anything on these, mate, you want to add in about price changes and potential listings? I don't know. It feels like something we talk about every time we talk. Well, it is. Uh, that's the whole thing. But we're just, we're just measuring it. We're just judging it. If you, What I'd say is this, just if you've got something to say, say. If you don't, then don't worry about it. Gross think, sales as a percentage of listings, you know, so therefore that's the number of gross sales this week compared to the number of listings. We are just at just, just under three out of four, which again is not bad. It's not bad at all, but I'd expect that because the numbers before. It means things are selling, which is great, and yet prices are being adjusted. Now, price adjustments can be a number of things. One is obviously pushing too hard at the valuation. The other is coming out of the negotiation. Um and it, what will be interesting is to have this conversation now and then perhaps revisit it the next time we talk in six, eight weeks time and see whether there's a material movement in that market. Indeed, indeed. Um, you know, we've got a little bit more stock. We've got quite a high number of price changes, but the market's holding itself together with a good number of predictable transactions based on those sales agreed. Indeed. Well, we're talking is about that what's going to turn in the next few weeks or not? OK, talking of stock, because this is a very important stat that we need to keep an eye on is is. A big thing that made the property market go belly up in 2008 were the number of properties that came on the market. So we talked about that at the start of the show with the number of listings, but this is the stock levels. And this is the number. So this says Jan 24. So all the yellow lines, although it looks like I forgot to put that one in there. I must sort that out for next week. All the yellow lines are all the Januarys for comparison. Okay. Yep. So this is the stock levels at the end of the month, 510,000. Yep which again compared to Jan 22 at 373, but again, stock levels still way below they were in 18, 19 and 20. You know, we're about 100 grand off, which yeah. means that yes, properties are selling, but also it looks like properties are coming off the market and not hanging around. Yeah. To give you an idea, in two have a guess, you're going to be wrong, but don't, you know, just for fun, for what's the and giggles, what figure, how many houses do you think were on the market in the Q1 2018? Not so many. Uh, I'm going to go at... 2018 what? is when... Sorry, did, did I, I said 2008, didn't I? Yeah, 2008. No, so you said 18, but okay. My apologies then. I will scrap that. Loads. Global uh, financial crash. Everyone, everyone dumped their house on the market. 650. 1.4 million. Shit. Sorry, sugar. Don't worry about it. No one watches the show, Christian. You're all right. So absolutely... <laughs> and you know it's such a, a, a such a hugely complex dynamic you know the first element is choice you know if you've got a limited number of buyers they're only going to buy a limited number of properties so the more that are for sale the the harder it is but but also managing agency resource to to actively um work with vendors to actively market and sell properties to actually pick up the phone to buyers and service them the more stock you've got the harder that is to do um you know it's tricky i mean too much stock is is obviously as you said too much stock is horribly dangerous too little stock is equally no good no i haven't got the stats 
from from the 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 early um from the late 80s early 90s right but i can well, remember any, probably no there weren't but i can remember the number of properties that we had to sell where I, I I did my I can remember working in a state agency that's where my met my gorgeous wife Joe, and um, I can remember how many houses we had for sale, and we we had five hundred houses for sale. And we how many sh- branches? That was just one branch in Grantham. Uh, what year was that? Sorry, that was nineteen ninety two. Okay. Okay. Wow. And we were selling about thirty a month. Going to need a bigger window. Big window. So I, we don't know numbers, but it probably was over two million. I'm get, I am get, that is a guess. That really is a, a guess. But again, the level of listings and sales and the outcome of the number of properties that are for sale are a huge bellwether of the property market, and you can spot that. And my advice to anyone watching this is: go on to Rightmove every single month, see how many houses are for sale, then tick the little box, include sort of the contract. Take that number down, take the one off the other, and that tells you how many are sold to the contract. Just track those numbers. If you were really smart, you would track it down into a housing estate or terraced houses or semis. And again, you will soon see very quickly if there is an oversupply of properties. You know, so you're looking at the supply and the proportion of sale agreed to supply. That is a fantastic way to judge the market so you don't get left with overpriced stock. Okay, just before we move on and go to Harrogate, we'll just have a quick look at this. And this shows you, and again, we try to show this most weeks. This shows the state agents' pipelines. And as we went into the 1st of February, there were 359,686 properties that were in the state agents' pipelines. Again, if you'd have said to someone, your pipeline is approximately 20% higher than the 17, 18, 19, and 20 figure, they'll take some of that. Now, again, some of that is going to be the fact that sales do take longer, but there's not a massive difference to compared to what sales were taking in 18 or 19. It's always been around that 17 to 19 week mark. It's just unfortunate that estate agents are feeling a little bit not, not flush at the moment because they got all of those exchanges through in December and January is always an awful rubbish month for exchanges, isn't it? Okay, you must have remembered that when you were running your estate agency firm. Yeah, yeah, huge. Right then, especially um, on the big stuff. Right. Um, anything on the national stats before we go and look at Harrogate? Um, realistic pricing. Um, I think there's a. I think there's evidence there that realistic pricing is important. There's plenty of stock. Um, seems like a good number of sales. Um, and I think looking at what that market's doing in terms of buyer perspective on value is probably quite important to tallying up those sales moving forward into the next couple of months. I think that's about it. And also, the only other thing I would say is I don't, I don't know whether it's going anywhere, but the weather is is very unfebruary like. Um, yeah, and it does impact things, you know, grass green, daffs up, ready for photos. Rock and roll. Right then, let us go and have a look at Harrogate. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so today we're going to be using a piece of software called Insights, and it comes from a firm called 20EA. 20EA are a PropTech supplier owned by 20CI. Uh, Their Insights platform is one of many of their platforms they have. It deals with property data. It's a bit like Rightmove Plus on steroids with a couple of Saturn Vs strapped to it with lasers and glitter balls. This really is the zenith of property data, and it will show you if you are a good estate agent um, and also whether you're worth your fee. So even if you're not from Harrogate, ladies and gentlemen, do watch this this element because if you take this piece of software and you're good, then you will it will make you prove that you can get more listings, that you sell more houses and get higher fees. I must stress for the record that 20EA is a, is a platform that you can have uh, a, like a light version, which is free of charge. Then there is a paid for version, which is not in my... I'm, not selling it, and I must stress, I do not get commission, is not particularly expensive for a single branch operation. And they do do multiple branch operations as well, uh, packages as well. But as I said, I'm not being paid to do this. There is a free version. It is quite simply groundbreaking technology, which can prove that you're a better state agent. But as I said, don't mention my name. 
but it is an amazing bit of kit, isn't it, Christian? Incredible. Um, mm. Absolutely incredible. The, the, the insights it gives, um, so valuable. And, you know, I think, um, no, in fact, that's all I'll say about that one. Okay. Save that note, other comment for another then, then you'll be accused of being on their payroll, and I can assure you that you have it. Yeah. neither of us are. We just, uh, we just love it a bit. So here we go. So for the purposes of um, this, we, as I said, we're on the Insights platform um, and we're looking at Harrogate, just so you're aware of, of the Harrogate. The postcodes that we are looking at are HG1, HG2 and HG3. Okay, so the uh, you can see the screen, yeah? Yeah. Right then, so what the first thing we're going to have a quick look at is just general stock levels, okay? And we can see here... Okay, and we just will we'll teach, we'll look at January to start with because it is the full month. Okay, but if you actually look in those postcodes in January, so in 2019, an average of 951 properties for sale in, in Harrogate in the postcodes I've mentioned. In 2021, that went up to 1200. She went down to 622, and now it's on a, in, Feb, in January 900. So there's been an almost 50% increase in stock levels for residential sales properties in Harrogate in the last two years. So if you're an estate agent, you can use that in your uh, presentation if someone's arguing over the, over the pricing. If we then have a look at the, the distribution of the pricing, we can we're, uh, in terms of the stock, we can see here, and we'll just have a quick look at how the all the agents and we'll just we'll we'll look at the new listings data in a little bit more detail but you can see here that verity frearson their stock levels have gone from 15 up to 25 percent myrings have been hovering around 12 or 14 hunters between six and eight Dac d uh, i can always say Dac thanks so yeah uh, they seem to be dropping hopkinson's dropping nichols nichols Tyman indifferent uh lindley simpson seemed to be on a downward brednell copley down william h brown up fss up bridgeford's down knight frank oh dear guys uh carter jonas down stratton park again stock levels means nothing but i think we need to look at this we've got to start somewhere purple bricks down andrew hill down you move okay these are smaller numbers, but again, just showing you the levels and Stonebridge Homes. Okay. Right. Let's go and look at uh, the important things, which is listings. Okay. Okay. So here we go. So let's just have a look at stock levels. For so those. you're currently running one, just a four year view there, aren't you? I'm um, looking at a six year view. I'm looking at um, a five, five year view. Yeah. 19, 20, 21, 22, and 23. Okay. So very different. Yeah. So Remember, the average price is 423, so we can analyze. I will just keep talking until you jump in, right? Well, I mean, you know, the most obvious thing there is that giant rift. Um, even, you know, between all three, but but the market share at the top end there is just... That is... Astounding. And, you know, dare I say it, they've got an absolutely stunning website. Um, I, didn't, I didn't. I hadn't heard of that business, which is unusual. And I just had a quick look, and I'm pretty blown away by the quality of their marketing. I mean, it really is stunning. Um, but that's a that's a big number. And it, it looks like Myrings and Verity Frierson appear to be battling it out as the two big daddios. Uh, or and and then you've got and then everyone else underneath. So again, you say that, but 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 genuinely, I mean, I don't know how many other how many obviously branches or, or sphere of influence the, the the top player has in that patch. But if you if you if you widened your postcode scope, I, I know for sure you're going to see bigger numbers for some of those branches lower down, Lindley Simpson, Hunters, Dakers, and Hartley. Um, so it could be that they're 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 managing a wider number of instructions over a wider okay. Area. Okay, I'm just looking. I no, I know, but in those, it is quite. But I'm astounding. looking at core Harrogate, and this, you know, you know that that's the core. Okay. Yeah. And um, let's just see who the let's just see who the upper quartile is. So 
Since uh, the 1st of Jan 2019, 15,000 houses have come on the market. So I'm going to be hunting out a figure of around three and a half thousand on that to get the upper quarter. Let's see where the, let's see who the main agents are. So I'm just going to take a photograph of this now. So I don't forget and look like I know what I'm talking about. No, don't worry. No one watches the show. So you're absolutely fine. Okay. So let's start off. We're looking for a figure of a, a in where it says property count of three and a half thousand let's just have a look so isn't it there you go so that's not the upper quartile but over a million and we've got traditional night frank and struts okay that seem to be the the main place here not massive yeah. my rings seem to be doing well yeah. um let's have a quick look so where's verity looks like verity don't deal in the posh well, seven percent okay. market share though chris it's not bad yeah okay 55 property 55 properties over five years over a million Ten a million yeah okay fair enough all right yeah, let's keep going because we're looking for around the three the three and a half mark okay we'll go there okay we'll tell you what we'll just go there so we'll just go just probably top top 20 percent. so here we go so verity frearson seen there look so it looks like verity frearson that let's just have a just quick look there let's just change that you can see ladies and gentlemen i just love, really just love i love this bit it's just doing a circle bit let it just do its thing again this will be fascinating for anyone in harrogate it's doing its thing we just have to wait talking amongst ourselves talking it's taking its time today ladies and gentlemen my humblest apologies um <laughs> it's, it's oh. quite an affluent area isn't it harrogate i tell you what yes there's some there is some old money there and yeah and if you ever do get the i tell you, i haven't got time for this um, so you can see Verity here for um, and my, my, but again, they tend to be probably in the six or 700 and then you get the posh boys there afterwards. Um, I think what I'd like to move on and look at the saleability levels, because again, people haven't got all the, 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 the time here. And ladies and gentlemen, in this graph here, there is absolute gold. Okay. The thing is though, it's just like Aussie gold hunters or opal hunters. You've got to move a lot of dirt to find it. Most estate agents will be interested in new instructions and sale agreeds here. Okay. And we're looking at the fall through rates. And again, um, Christian, just to have a look at the fall through rates and the price changes, just see if there's anything. I'll come to you in a minute or so. But the real gold, ladies and gentlemen, is in this column here, exchanged and withdrawn. So I just want you to look at these four columns in pure isolation. Okay. Because a property will only leave an estate agency if she exchanges or she withdraws. And since the 24th of November 2021, okay, so the last two and a bit years, okay, have a look. The, the average in Harrogate is that 62.99% of houses have exchanged contracts. Of all the properties that have left the stages books in the last two and a bit years, just 63% have exchanged, 37 yeah. have withdrawn. Okay? And, it, and it's no surprise, I suppose, that, that, that you know, what appears to be the top agent has some really solid stats there well the, normally that is not the case normally they're middle league okay top agent having that sort of number would normally is there's normally something detrimental and not quite often it's saleability rate but i didn't watch last week's show where you went to worcester but i think you get a similar number in worcester we, the top agent was performed well but normally because we've done 40 of these shows yeah the top agent is middle road middle of the road yeah. the worst but they're middle of the road i must admit it's good numbers you know if you look at the withdrawal right there i think of the list yeah it's the best of that group that is truly exceptional they're delivering from sofa um you know setting expectation keeping in touch with people um potentially getting that 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 vision of a strategy right um and people aren't getting annoyed. They're, they're not feeling let down. Because yeah, fall through, you know, withdrawal, you know, seven, you know, Mrs. Miggins, you've got a three and four chance of moving home with me. Well, so you compare it with my rings at 68, which is not bad. You know, let's not beat themselves up here. But look, there's some stuff there in the late mid-late 50s there. And again, oh, what did you say their average uh, average price was at somewhere? You did it a moment ago. It was six, seven hundred grand, was it? Just take these off. Um, we'll just take these off. 
So the average in, in Harrogate's 423, 371. So they tend to be a lower to middle market or lower mid more of a mid market agent. Right. Okay. But, at, but at, at, if we go at 1%, that's 3,700 quid. So, you know, you look at that loss rate in their numbers, you know, every, every one is 3,700 quid, isn't it? Every one that goes. Yeah, if they've got a sexy website, they're not charging 1%. And if they are charging 1%, well, maybe. it's an easy number to talk about though, isn't it? I suppose it is. I must admit, I am quite impressed with these exchange levels in the top, because normally what you tend to find is the smaller agents, the baby agents have higher percentage levels, but you know, these are really, these are really good. So I'm getting a mm. big round of applause for my race hunters, Dakri Sun and Hartley, Nicholas time. And those are not bad at all. Um, and what I will just do is just, I tell you what, I'm going to do two things. Let's just go and have a look down the list and just see what's happening here. We've got you move at 82. So again, and Martin McCoe at 96. Okay. So, and again, the new home sites are going to have no, so they don't have those figures, so we can ignore those. But you can, it, it, these are good. These are good. These are good. Right. We're now going to move. Then, you know, you have got people there with, what, 46% withdrawal rate, you know, 42% withdrawal rate. That's a big number. Now, interestingly, the withdrawal rate on the higher value stuff can be high. And a couple of those players, probably if you singled it out down in terms of uh, value of listing and withdrawal rate, you may find that they're they're working oh. in those upper. Well, we can look at we can look at that in a second, um, but this is now just the last twelve months as opposed to two and a bit years. Verities are at sixty nine, the average is fifty seven, Myring's at sixty, Hunters at sixty four, Nicholas Tyman at fifty eight, Dacris at sixty one, Hopkinson's at fifty seven. We'll just scroll down and have a quick look. The withdrawal rates have gone up quite substantially, haven't they? Yes, they have, haven't they? Let's just have a quick. So 42.36. I'll tell you what we will do is this. Let's just look. Do you think that's price expectation? What do you think? It's, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, if you look at the conversations we've had over the last 12 months, price expectation has been apparent. Um, there you go. So 32% in basically kind of 2022. And 42%, 40, 42% this year. Yeah. Interesting. A lot oh, of money. It is a lot of money. Wasted. Um, let's just have a quick look at the upper quartile, just because, again, I think it's important and it's just to create a level playing field that we do look at the the, the, the higher price property because it does affect the figures. And you can see here that, you know, the exchange ratios are going to be lower because of the higher price properties. But still, Verities are looking really good and proper at the top there. So, yeah, nice one, guys. But again, you can see the numbers are lower. Um, anything you want to talk about or, on anything else on this graph before we go and look at the next set of stats? Not really, no. Uh, it's quite an interesting uh, journey. Right. Okay. So the next next graph shows uh, chart uh, shows um, how close the prop the agents get to the original asking price and how much they overvalue in originally. So what's happened here, just so for anyone that's not watched this screen before, is this. Out of the seven, of, this is the last 12 months, out of the seven, what's happened is 20EA have looked at all those 729 listings and also everyone else and created an automated valuation model for that property. So all 729, it's got a number there, like a Valpal figure, others are available, and it's then looked at what Verity Frearson has put it on the market for. And on average, Verities have put on for 3% more than what it thought it was worth, that the, the AVM thought it was worth. Is the AVM model good or bad? Well, it doesn't really matter. If it's using the same AVM model, if it, even if it's a bit out, it's a bit out on everyone. It's the difference between you and the competitors. So you can see here that Hunters, so that in terms of the agents that seem to be overvaluing, we've got Bridgeford's here at 6%, and the average seems to be around 3 or 4%. But the two top guys around to around the three percent mark. What they then do is they then have a look at what price was achieved from the original asking price. So therefore, Verity Frearson got on average 0.24% less than their original asking price, whilst Myring's 1.7, Hunter's at 1.8, and Nicholas Tyman at three, and Dakri Sun and Hartley 3.79. 
Now, just having seen other other views of this, um, there's a lot of red. I I mean, the, the, I would expect there to be a lot of red because look, we're in the threes and fours, so therefore, you know, I, I, I agree. I, 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 exactly that. That 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 relationship is interesting. Given other areas we've visited. I mean, uh, the one that sticks out there is North Residential. We don't know if they've got some new home sites on there, whether that skewed the figures. Again, we don't we don't know that. Okay. No. Can actually switch new home site on this on a, if you wanted to. Um, but this is the magic, okay, is this. For a four hundred what what uh, for a four hundred and fifty thousand pound house, what would each agent get for it? And look at the difference. Verity Frearson would get four six two. And my rings will get four five five, and Hunter's four five nine. So therefore, if I was my rings, I want to be saying, why? How can we get more for our homeowners? Because Verity Ferryson seems to be doing. I think we're becoming Verity Ferryson fanboys here, aren't we? Well, they'll sell your house for free. For free? What do you mean by that? Well, based on what they would get for it, the take home in your pocket value. Versus, I suppose, using another agent. Okay. And so, ladies and gentlemen, you can see why the power of this data is very important, that you've got to be able to read the statistics. And if all you are is a glorified double glazing salesman, just going and the ability to persuade someone to put the house on the market, is it, there's no reason, there's a reason why purple bricks, just put that emotion on the side a second, ladies and gentlemen, local property experts, 36% of people want someone who knows the market. You know, how powerful is it that you can say, Mrs. Miggins, I will get you an extra £6,000 more for your house. And here is independent proof. Interesting. Right. Which agent seems to be selling the quickest? And this shows you in days. So the average property in, in the last 12 months has taken 64 days to get from new instruction to sale agreed and 119 days from sale agreed to completion. And if you hover over these, you can see that's just again. Let's go and have a look. You can see here the number. Are those, are those numbers right at the top? SSTC to completion, two hundred and seventy days. Yes, but remember that's the highest one. Even so. <laughs> okay, so I mean, but again, there's only fifty-two properties there. But you don't, you know, it's not that we're not here to judge. Um, well, we are, aren't we? Let's <laughs> be honest. Um, but let's just oh. hover over William H. Brown, hundred eight days. From, uh, from new instruction to said agreed, Hopkinson 75, Lindley and Simpsons 86, Nicholson Tyman 86, Dacre 73, Myrings 69, Verity Fierce and 53. And then you can look at the the how long it takes you to get the sale agreed through. So you can see, ladies and gentlemen, how powerful this data is. And you, if someone's looking for a quick sale, then obviously Verity Fierce and, and Hunters in the big agents and FSS and North Residential seem to be the agents of choice here. William H. Brown in the top 10 in terms of size seems to be the slowest. Okay. Again, not a criticizing. Finally, we'll leave at the list at the lettings. We can't really tell much from these because again, with the nature of the list lettings is you're recycling old stock. So we cannot judge, we cannot see what's um average price is quite low. Well, this is look 2019. So again, here's an interesting stat. So I would use this in my when I, because as, as you know, I ghostwrite articles for agents about the property market, and I use a lot of the data from this website. So the average rent, here we go. So here we go. The average rent in 2019, 981 pounds in Harrogate. Okay. Let us go and have a look at what it was in 22, 23. One thousand two hundred and four. Mm. So I would be taking that data and putting it into a nice Canva template. Say, landlords, do you know that the average rent in Harrogate's gone up by X percent, going from X to Y? If you mm. are, yeah, because yeah. that is what people want. If you, you know, if you can always guarantee the Daily Mail will always have an article around the end of the month about house prices because that's when the Halifax reduced their house prices. When the right move took it, it's always about house prices. You need to become the right move and the, the Halifax of your town by talking about local property market. 
And that is fantastic. You know, everyone, they say everyone's leaving rentals. They're not leaving as much as you think they are. It's just your perception they are. Yeah. Um, and it's all about attracting landlords from other agents. That's the job I do. I help letting agents attract landlords by talking about the property market. Let's just have a, we'll just wait, we'll just wait for the uh, for it to catch up. So Lindley and Simpson, okay. So they seem to be there. That this is new instructions, okay. Um, although you could say there is a link between stock levels and and so, um, but a lot of this is driven by agent by the tenant handling and agent. So we have to take the site bench salt, FSS, Verity Frearson, Myrings. How many years is this? Sorry, this is since twenty nineteen. Right. The open rent now. Open rent seems to be growing a lot, almost doubling. Around the UK, most towns, so it's going from about seven to about twelve. So we're not we're not seeing a doubling yet. Probably near a fifty or sixty percent, probably two yeah. thirds. But be aware of that, ladies and gentlemen. Belvoir. So look at there you go. Sorry, guys. Nicholas Tymon, Martin and Co. Hunters. Lenton Smith. R and W. It's interesting that a couple of the sales, you know, healthy sales agents that we saw back in those sales figures have got strong lettings book as well. You know, you've got which is delivering a lot for the the the, the community in that sense in terms of and, their... and do remember, ladies and gentlemen, um, in terms of some of you who are looking to potentially exit a state a letting agency, your estate agency is probably only worth 50% of your sales pipeline on day of completion. The true value is in the lettings business. So again, be a bear that in mind if you are looking for a legacy. Or, or some form of um, pension if you're selling out, okay? I think also, Chris, you know, pre-exit, that that sort of multi-dimensional customer, tenant, landlord, buyer, seller, um, you know, you've got much wider relationships. Um, tenants can be buyers and landlords. Landlords can be buyers and sellers. You know, the, the, it's, it's important to, to be engaged across those different perspectives. Indeed, indeed. Well, those are the those are Harrogate. Um, I hope, ladies and gentlemen of Harrogate State and Letting Agents, you found that of use to you. Um, if you've got any questions with regard to Twenty EA, contact them through their website. Um, final thoughts this week. I think um, there's been a sort of weird pregnant pause around um, what will inflation do, what will rising mortgage rates or now falling mortgage rates do, how fast will they fall, and it seems to me so far that the market is holding out really well, the prices are holding out really well. Um, and I think this year we're, we're looking ahead. I, I think we can predict a much higher number of transactions than the year behind us, although we don't have that exact number yet. Um, what I think will be interesting is whether there's any abrupt changes in the, the route those graphs are taking, like you said, with potential general election, things like that. Um, are there any surprises to come in the year ahead of us? Or actually, are we looking at a pretty healthy market? Um, it's, I think at the moment I'm uncomfortable, uh, feeling joyful because I do think there are some monsters under the bed. Indeed. And I think the important thing estate agents out there is, is get them on at the right price. If you lose them, make sure you have a nurture program. Don't say if you want to come back to me, cause they'll never come back to you. Isn't it interesting that. If they get a, if a vendor gets a, a three agents out A, B, and C, and they go with agent A because they're overvalued, they never go back to B and C. They always go to D because you never made it easy for them to go back to you. They're, if they come back to you, they'll have their tail between their legs, and therefore they'll feel stupid. And if you make someone feel stupid, they won't do something about it. That does mean there's an opportunity to pick up other properties off other agents that you never got called out in the first place. And again, three letter, one letter or two letters is not going to cut the mustard. It's the drip, drip, drip effect. And remember, it's damn sight more important to to drop a house ten times one uh, ten times than ten houses once. You're more likely to get more of a kick, uh, more of a more listings. Get the property sold if you have to overcook them slightly. Then make sure you get them down after a few weeks. And then when you do get the sale agreed make sure your next knows what how to how to negotiate get the best price and make sure that you have a great system to get them through to sell to to exchange contracts um i'm a huge fan of outsourcing sales progression um all the sales progression people get stuff through in around 11 weeks and again christian mentioned it before 
reservation agreements. They really are fantastic. Um, and your fall through rate will be in single figures. Because as, as, as you know, Christian Crete rightly bangs on about, think of all that lost money from all those sale fall throughs. It's awful, isn't it? I think it? there's a load of factors there, Chris. You know, getting solicitors and legals dealt with as properties come to market, dealing with material information, covering off those bases, looking then at more secure methods of sale, um, you know, protecting that, that the withdrawal and sales cancellation rate because it's work you've done. Indeed it is. Losing a listing doesn't really hurt on the PL. A bit of diesel, hour of your life. But losing a, an instruction is expensive. And isn't it interesting that estate agents get, you know, losing a listing is like end of the world compared to, you know, oh, so well, these things happen. No, guys, there is stuff you can do to help. Christian, thank you for your time today. Uh, just before we go, just your quick 20 seconds on your bike ride that you've got coming up. Thank you, Chris. Um, in support of the My Name's Doddy Foundation, um, we're taking on a challenge we're called All Roads Lead to Rome, uh, led by Rob Wainwright, OBE. Those who enjoyed their rugby in the 90s will remember him vividly, partnering up with Doddy in the second row of Scotland and British Lions, who's British Lions captain. So we're riding somewhere between 15 and 1700 miles. We're just naming down the routes now. We're doing that over eight days. Uh, doesn't take a great mathematician to look, work out that's going to involve a sore bum. Um, and, you know, M&D is desperately underfunded. There is no cure um, and it needs money. Um, it's a horrible thing to happen to anybody. And, you know, where you see it at first hand, it, sometimes it can be very devastatingly quick. And anything anybody can do to support this cause would be most gratefully received. Um, thank you for allowing me to talk about it. And I will share a link to Just Giving with you. I'll put that I'll put that link in the um in the write-up on on um, YouTube. And if anyone wants to make a contribution, that's their choice and their choice alone. Uh Christian wasn't aware that I was going to mention that. It's just that Christian's a great friend of the show. He comes on. It's only fair that we just give him the opportunity to do that. Christian, thank you for your time today. As insightful as ever, we'll see you in a couple of months' time. But more importantly, thank you, the viewer, for the show. Thank you for the kind words you give me on social on uh social media and also on youtube we've suggested areas and any feedback good and especially bad that we can make this better uh, i do this purely as a hobby um uh, my as i said my daytime job is uh ghostwriting articles about local property markets and helping letting and estate agents grow more business but i just love looking at stats and if i can share them with you and help you remember all the graphs we've mentioned you can use at valuations just not on social media i have to keep something back for my clients to use um, and if you are interested look or uh, for the show at the end after the WYSI graphics, there is a YouTube link where you can subscribe and you can um, get the show almost a day in advance before it gets released if you want to watch it in advance. So thank you, Christian. And more importantly, thank you, the viewers. Let's wave goodbye. Thank you, Chris. See you soon.